In this episode of One to One, I chatted with Wendy Drummond, CEO Premier Locations. We discussed how an employee-first mindset results in great CX and how leaders can inspire their teams to serve customers better. From juggling a bunch of different philanthropic causes to attending law school and managing your own law firm to, to starting this thing called Premier Locations, you've carved a pretty cool path uh, to success. I think your story is really neat, and I think it's a good way to start this this podcast off. Can you tell us more about your your amazing journey to to get to where you are today? Wow, well, it's a long and crazy journey with a lot of twists and turns. Really grew up in Southern California, and uh, I got really tired of high school. <laughs> quite frankly, I thought I was really done with that, and decided to go abroad as an exchange student. So I went over to Italy and uh, studied for a year. And I loved that so much. I actually didn't really come back for another two years. I spent a year in Switzerland and a year in England um, before my parents said, wow, I think you're supposed to get a college degree somewhere in the middle of all this crazy travel. So I did finally uh, get a bachelor's degree um, from the American University in Washington, D.C. And uh, then went on to Wisconsin where went to graduate school. I just couldn't get enough education and ended up going over as an intern with the Foreign Service over to Africa and worked in Nigeria and Ethiopia um, for several months, which was really a uh, life-changing experience um, working with refugees on the border of Sudan. Uh, That kind of reset my outlook towards work and even philanthropy and really my whole worldview. Then I had two children, uh, which I never thought I'd have, had two boys, and I stayed home for almost a decade while they were uh, really little. And then when my youngest son went to first grade, I started law school and was practicing law um, when I met my now husband. He had recently invested in buying a cell phone agency or franchise and knew really nothing about the cell phone industry. And actually, I was brought in as their employment attorney. And I uh, ended up, well, very quickly within a year becoming uh, their general counsel and vice president of human resources and just cleaning up the company really from the HR and people side. And then fast forward a number of years, uh, U.S. Cellular kind of sat us down and said, we really need a change of leadership in the company, and we think Wendy should become, you know, take over the company, which really wasn't in my game plan. I always thought that I would be go back to practicing law and litigating, and I really didn't see myself as a kind of business leader at all. The company was in a really culturally in a bad place. And so that was kind of my my charge was how do you transform a company with a really, really toxic culture, high turnover, and really productivity, of course, was going down because those things are all related. And so for the past almost four and a half, five years, um, that's been what I've been doing is changing the culture and getting us on a different path. And, uh, and I think our culture is... I think it's really good. Sometimes I think it's too good. <laughs> um, and we could go into that, but it, it, we have a really, really family-oriented atmosphere, even though we're scattered across eight states in 41 locations right now. Your life's journey has taken you on a, a variety of uh, different paths. 
how has that helped you define what customer experience is? And, and what would be cool is to get you to define what customer experience is in your own words. So customer experience to me embodies every touch point with a customer. And it's funny because I actually tell everyone inside our company that every employee of mine is my customer and everyone in our sales support office is their customers are all of our sales team. And so I see a customer in a couple of different ways, but it embodies every single touch point. Um, for yesterday, we got an email from a customer and it, it's, he was raving about his experience in the store. And he, the words that really struck me where he said, Allie provided me such great customer service before, during, and after the sale. So for me, that really was uh, kind of a light bulb because, I mean, since we are here and we're talking Statflow and I'm wearing my Statflow t-shirt that I love, uh, Statflow is that before, during, and after tool. Uh, it's funny because it's a great sales tool and that's why we have it. We need to get the sales, right? But you know what our customers love? They love getting that text the day after that says, are you having any trouble? Do you have any questions? How can, you know, and, and so many times they do, you know, not everybody knows every app on the phone or how to use it. And so they love that. Uh, they love that before, during and after. So to me, that is the customer experience. It's a very holistic and it has to keep going and going. You have to keep maintaining those relationships. You have such a fragmented organization across different parts of the country. And this whole pandemic thing actually helps you really bring a, a more centric focus on on that employee experience. Can you talk a little bit about that, of what some of the things that you did over the last 10, 12 months that you think will continue well past the state that we're in today? Yes, uh, absolutely. It's, you know, the pandemic as horrific as it is <laughs> and has been, uh, it's really upped our game on building a team using virtual tools. You know, before the before last March 2020, you know, I have, you know, somewhere around 300 employees in eight states. There are little pockets in little retail stores that may only have five or six people. And connecting all of those people to make them feel like one team is really a tricky thing. And and we had a hard time with it. Um, quite frankly, we didn't use the virtual tools that were, they were there. We just didn't use them very well. Uh, when the pandemic hit and we started having rolling store closures and, and so much anxiety uh, and distress among everyone, I mean, all of society, but in particular in my employee base, we just decided that we were going to make a community and use, you know, Whatever tools we had, there are a lot of them out there. Go-to meetings, Zoom, <laughs> Teams, Google Meet. Uh, we we kind of played around with everything, and yeah. we created all kinds of content. And that content wasn't just this is how you make a sale. This is <laughs> right. It, a lot of it was team building or even just emotional support. Uh, it was, we had, we asked who has an expertise in something. And one guy did a little, you know, group webinar on how to buy a car, how to get the best 
you know, car rate, price for a car. I did one, uh, you know, I have a pet camel. That's like the really unique thing that everybody <laughs> likes to hear. I do have a camel. Her name is Bonnie. And she's very social. And I even did like a coffee talk with Bonnie uh, one day. It was <laughs> lots of fun. The thing is, is that we've gotten really good at using these tools. And just a couple nights ago, we had our uh, fourth quarter review and celebration of the sales we had in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's just so much fun. There's a whole segment for shout outs. So anybody can hit their camera and say, you know, Scott, you did a great job. You know, you sold, you know, 22 new handsets in December, whatever it is. Uh, so it's a time where we celebrate everyone and the entire company is on it's a, it's great. I, it's something we will always do. That's the irony is that we weren't doing it before and now we will never stop. And so how has that played a role, you know, over the last 10, 12 months where you've changed focus and really helped drive that higher engagement across your team, a very remote team? How has that impacted how they interact with customers and has it positively impacted customer experience? Well, I'm, I think I'm going to say, I hope, I believe we had actually in, in the midst of all the turmoil, we had a really great year sales wise uh, and our retention was better than to be expected. So I think that what you're seeing is that love and care for employees translating over to the customer. I think that caring goes right on and the, the customers see it. And I see it in their emails and comments quite often. I mean, our employees will, they will spend two hours with the customer if they need to, to make sure that every single photo, everything is on their new phone, their email is set up and they are ready to walk out the door. And that really kind of sets us apart from maybe the other carriers, but particularly uh, on my team, we really want every customer to feel 100% cared for when they walk out the door. So you've previously spoken about, you know, growing great people is how you grow a great business. You talked about this family dynamic or family atmosphere within Premier. Um, can you shed some light on on this statement in the context of customer experience? And, and in that sense, how does employee satisfaction impact customer satisfaction? Well, you know, how many times have you gone in this store and had you know, somebody who has a bad attitude or a bad day helping you and what, I mean, that's just always a bad experience. Um, so funny, a uh, couple of years ago, I heard a speaker talking about it, how everyone, you know, there's so much online shopping now and, uh, you know, that when someone walks in a retail store, that salesperson, that sales associate, I mean, they should like light fireworks and jump up and down and celebrate. We have a customer in the store. And so many times you walk in the store and like, uh, is there anybody working here? You know, there may be somebody sitting back behind the counter, like looking at their social media feed and they don't even look up and talk to you. So how do you, you know, how does it translate? It translates into employees that understand that um, their attitude and their happiness level, their contentment with the job is infectious. Customers know it. They know if an employee is happy or not. You, you feel it right away. You, you can be in any kind of retail situation, even a restaurant, and, you know, someone comes in and says, 
what would you like? You know, instead of, hey, how are you? What can I get you? You know, there's such a difference in terms of, it's really hard to fake um, enthusiasm, especially when you're selling cell phones, which quite frankly is a very long and complicated process with really sophisticated technology. Uh, and, and, and the thing is, is that not only do you need a sales, sales associate that is, you know, happy to be there, enthusiastic and welcoming. You also have to have a ton of technological knowledge. It's not like selling hamburgers, you know. Uh, people don't realize that it really, um, the sales team in our wireless, wireless stores, they are experts on all of these different devices. So what is that, that customer's experience? If you have an employee who feels cared for and valued, and well-trained, I think that's a really important component that we work very hard on, that echoes to the customer immediately. Because an employee who isn't rushing and knows what they're doing is going to make the customer feel like they're in the right place. How do you ensure, you talked about community and, and being really involved in community, you have great leaders, You know, their titles are enterprise managers versus just a store manager. Is that, a, is that a coaching mantra that you're coaching and developing, training these people to become great leaders and be active in their community, or is it just part of your culture that you speak of, or a bit of both? You know, I think it's ingrained in our culture. And, of course, you know, we are a for-profit business, so it is also a, strat- a business strategy, right? Yeah. Uh, we really feel that to be successful in the communities, we have to be a part of the community. And we do that through being active in the chambers of commerce. In fact, a lot of our enterprise managers even are serve on boards in these small communities for chambers of commerce and in the business community. So it's, it's ingrained in our culture, but we actively uh, pursue more and more community engagement in our so our marketing team really works hand in hand with the enterprise managers to make sure that they're taking advantage of those opportunities so that we're not just engaged in the community, but that community engagement leads to sales. <laughs> it really drives back that whole concept of localization, local personal relationships with your customers, with the, the businesses you choose to, to interact with. And I think that's, I was asking that question because I think it's a really cool uh Part of your culture that you've been able to build and, and really double down on again to drive increase in revenue and, and sales and what are the three or four tools or things that you've done that either you had before this all this stuff happened or you instituted you talked about uh curbside pickup what are the two or three things that you say as a company as a wireless retailer i need to have to ensure you know strong customer experience and you know driving obviously the for-profit size side of your business okay so that's a great question scott because you're gonna love this we were <laughs> we were huge you know stat flow enthusiasts before the pandemic and the good news is we had used and implemented stat flow for quite a long time uh, and so we knew what how to use it and people were trained and we were having great results with it but if we hadn't had stat flow when the pandemic hit, we would have been really, really in dire straits because 
what the, we had to reach out to customers. We couldn't get out physically in the community. Uh, nobody answers a phone call ever that I'm aware of anymore, <laughs> including me. And so, but for the fact that we had staff flow, I mean, we would have just, it would have been a mess because we didn't have to change. We were already there. We had staff flow up and running. We had everyone trained and we just had to maybe reconsider some of the messaging because some of it was, we're here, we're open, we can serve you safely. Do you need anything? <laughs> it wasn't, hey, do you want the newest iPhone 12, right? It was more of a message of caring and put people at ease. I know that uh, one stat flow reach out, I think it was up in Iowa, resulted in a woman, um, then a phone call following that where she said that you know she had uh, been very ill for a long time and her phone, her cell phone had stopped working and she, she was afraid to come into a store. And that when she got the text, she was able to connect with someone and feel comfortable getting, getting service. And what they ended up doing a curbside, like super remote. I think they may have put the bag on like a 10 foot pole and hoisted it into her window. But anyway, um, you know, things like that. But so the staff flow truly has been a huge part of our pandemic response because it's a tool that we had in place and we didn't have to scramble and get it up and running when the pandemic hit. So the interconnectivity and the virtual tools and really capitalizing on team building and training using all the virtual platforms is something that is here to stay for, for my team. And in far, as far as customer service, I think it's just the interconnectivity of all of these things we've talked about. And customer experience is the result of really great employees who feel valued and have the right tools and training. Those are key things. That's great. Kind of wraps everything together of what are you doing from a team <laughs> engagement side versus a customer engagement side. That's, uh, that's cool. Uh, last question I have, you know, you're circuitous route around getting to where you are in your career and uh has has been really cool any suggestions for either new leaders or, or more tenured leaders uh in ways to inspire their their own team and motivate them to drive better results really for me the messaging is that no one's going to get there alone companies don't survive or thrive based on one person uh and particularly not on the CEO, <laughs> because quite frankly, if it were just me, there would never be a phone ever sold, <laughs> right? Uh, it's, it's, it is back, back to kind of working together, rowing in the same direction and, and you know, empowering every single person to have a voice as a leader and listening to those voices and, uh, collaborating. Uh, companies are built on people, but it has to be a group of people with the same goals, you know, in mind, uh, the same mission. And even though uh, if you sit six of us around the table, we may have six different methods of getting there. Um, what's important is that we're all, we all have the same destination in mind. So, you know, we have our mission statements, you know, love and serve our customers to transform their day. It's not 
sell 2,000 phones per month. <laughs> okay. Um, love and serve our customers to transform their day. And that means the customer walking in the store. And that also means the uh, sales associate who is reporting up to their regional manager. So you loving and serving has to be throughout internal and external. And when you get those two, two things working together and everybody understanding that that mission is, you know, the North Star, then it all clicks and it, and it really works. That's a great way to end. Um, just last last <laughs> question, I guess, is, you know, if, if people want to connect with you, how can how can they do so? Well, you can connect to me via email. Uh, so it's my name. So Wendy.Drummond at uscpremier.com. Awesome. Well, thanks, Wendy. Appreciate uh, your time over the last half an hour, 40 minutes and look forward to getting this, this launched. Thank you, Scott. As always, thanks for tuning in. If you're a fan of One to One, be sure to give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Catch you next time.